Leah De Palma stomped on the brakes. Her 10-year-old Chevy Trailblazer fishtailed as she yanked the wheel to avoid the obstacle in the middle of her lane. What the hell? She screeched to a stop, spraying gravel on the road's shoulder. That wasn't a piece of rubber. It was a dog. Oh my God. It was a dog lying in the middle of the road. Dead? Shit, 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 shit. She pounded her fists on the steering wheel. Life was unfair, and then you died. She didn't need any more death in her life. And anyway, who hits a dog and doesn't stop? Who the hell does a thing like that? Unwanted tears filled her eyes. Please don't be dead, she whispered. She pushed the car door open and hopped down onto the two-lane road that spooled through the middle of nowhere, South Carolina. Chaplain Micah St. Pierre, her former commanding officer, had told a lot of stories about his hometown on one of South Carolina's sea islands. Leah had always pictured the place with white sand beaches and a pounding surf, not a forest of Spanish moss-draped oaks on either side of a long, narrow road. Her GPS insisted this road would take her to Magnolia Harbor, a little tourist town on picturesque Moonlight Bay. Instead, it had led her right to death's doorstep. Again. She rounded the SUV's back fender with her heart pounding in her ears, just as the dog whined and struggled to get up. Thank you, God. The dog wasn't dead in the middle of the road. But he was hurt. Real bad. Something was wrong with his left hind leg, or maybe his pelvis. I'm so sorry, she said as she approached the animal, even though it wasn't her fault. But it felt that way. The dog didn't growl, although he should have. Oh God, the dog was only a puppy. A scrawny puppy. She reached out her hand to let the dog sniff. He laid his head down on the pavement, his eyes sad and unfocused as another mournful whine escaped him. Don't die on me, please. You're just a baby. She looked up at the bright blue June sky. Please, God, not again, okay? She got up, popped the tailgate, and rummaged through her stuff. She'd always been a rolling stone, so she'd never gathered much in the way of belongings. The SUV was just big enough to hold them. She reached for her plywood footlocker. Painted navy blue with her name and one-time rank stenciled on the front in yellow, it was the perfect size for the puppy. She hauled it out of the back and into the middle of the road. She pulled out a big bath towel and gently rolled the pup onto it, trying not to disturb the injured leg. The dog didn't weigh all that much, but he whined when she used the towel as a sling to pick him up. His right hip was abraded where the bumper had connected with it, but there wasn't any blood on the pavement, thank God. Maybe it was just a broken bone. Maybe there weren't massive internal injuries. You're going to be okay, she said, her voice trembling. If only she could believe it the way the dog seemed to. He gave her a soulful look out of his big brown eyes, and her heart lurched sideways. 
She'd always wanted a dog as a kid, but Mom moved around a lot. And then Leah joined the Navy, which had been her home for the last 15 years. But she wasn't in the Navy now. Every time that thought crossed her mind, it made the bottom of her stomach drop. Without the Navy, she was homeless. Just a waif on the road, the way Mom had been. Or like this homeless, hurt dog. Damn. She could take him to an animal hospital, but she had no business adopting a dog. She didn't have any home herself. And besides, she didn't deserve a dog. You shouldn't put your trust in me, she said as her throat closed up. I'm a screw-up. The puppy continued to stare at her with trusting eyes. She settled the pup into her sea chest, which contained a couple more towels and a Go Navy fleece blanket she'd picked up at an Army-Navy game years ago, all of which made a nice bed for him. She had to rearrange a few cardboard boxes to create a space for the open sea chest in the back. In the end, she unloaded a box containing miscellaneous kitchen items of no particular value. If she was lucky, she'd come back and pick up the box later. If not, she could always find what she needed at the local Salvation Army. She had 33 years of practice letting things go.